listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio AM820 brings you Raising Saints, an AM820 production designed for parents who desire to raise the saints in their life. And now, Raising Saints with Katie Wyatt. Hello and welcome once again to Raising Saints, the show for Catholic parents. I'm your host, Katie Wyatt, and you are listening to AM820 St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. Here on Raising Saints, we talk to teenagers about the topics that matter most, and then we invite you, parents, to listen in on our conversations, and we hope and pray that in joining us, you'll gain wisdom, insight, maybe even the courage you need to have these conversations with your own Catholic teenagers. So on today's program, I, um, well, let me go ahead and right out of the gate introduce our guests. We have with us Audrey. Hello, Audrey. Hello. And we have Rachel. Hello, Rachel. And we have Matt. Hello, Hello. Matt. And um, Audrey, Rachel, and Matt are all students at New Albany High School, and they all (laughs) are parishioners at Church of the Resurrection, and they all recently shared an experience that I wanted them to come on the program and talk about. So um, let me set the scene a little bit. In the diocese, there's a program called Gospel Road, and there's also the same program in our in our parish at Church of the Resurrection. So we go to, well, I'll let you guys tell what it is, but let me just, so that we don't confuse it with the diocesan gospel road. This is Church of the Resurrection gospel road. So tell us what gospel road is. And don't get it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm sitting right here. I mean, it's an opportunity to go do some service, and it's pretty fun. All right. That you didn't get it wrong. That's so far so good. Yes, who would like to elaborate? Um, it's a mission trip that Church of the Resurrection does where hello, where we go down to Vinton County and we help um, repair homes of families and elderly people that can't afford it or do it th- themselves. Okay. Anything to add to that, Rachel? She stole my answer. She did? Yeah. All right. We'll let her get away with it. Yeah, so it's... It's a service, well, we call it a service retreat, right? Because during the day we do the service and during oh, yeah. the evening we do what? Sing. Party. We sing. We party, yeah, retreat party. Card games. <laughs> Card games. I feel like you missed the point, Audrey. Prayer hike. Prayer hike, <laughs> Reconciliation. Yes. Reconciliation. Adoration. Adoration. Oh. Mass, yeah. We went to St. Peter and Paul in Wellston with Father Don Maroon and... He celebrated Mass, and he is so awesome. Love that guy. All right, so anyway, why did you... Tell me why you signed up for the trip. Uh, Personally, I was doing that career preview with you, and I didn't really intend on doing it. And then you asked me, and I wasn't really paying attention, so I said, yeah, I would. And so I kind of (laughs) went... In fact, I told wow. you, Matt, I signed you up for Gospel Road, and you said, okay. Yeah. So. And then I just told your mom. It's kind of how it went down here. Sucka. But it, it was worth it. It was okay. definitely worth it. Awesome. Good. Rachel, why did you sign up? Uh, I signed up because I went last year, and I had a lot of fun, and I had a lot of great experiences. Okay. How about you, Audrey? Uh, I signed up because my dad went for a really long time, and every year he said that there was always a stray cat there so i decided that i wanted to find a stray cat but then i realized that i actually wanted to go because it sounded a lot like a lot of fun but he never was going to let you bring home a stray cat right i could sneak it in the car i don't don't know what that i don't think so actually there are lots of stray cats for the record yeah there Mm -hmm. and kittens 
Mm-hmm. Okay, that's <laughs> totally a side note. So what was the project you worked on? Rachel, what project did you work on? Uh, we all worked on a roof. Wait, you were all in the same group? group. Oh, well, that's not very diverse. Okay, that's all right. Tell us about the the roof. Um, The family, a part of a tree had fallen on it, and they had to try and replace part of it, but they couldn't get, like, real shingles or anything. So we had to go, like, take everything off of it and re-shingle the whole thing. And... When you pulled the roof off, weren't there buckets like under, yeah. like mm-hmm. catching rain that the homeowner didn't <laughs> yeah. even know were there? Yeah, right? and then there was a piece of wood with it, just said leak and it pointed to a leak. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty bad. That's so bad. And there was poison ivy like everywhere. Yeah, right? Right? Oh my Nobody God. And there were snakes too. Yeah, there were snakes in the backyard. Oh, Did yeah. you see snakes? No, no. but no. we were just warned that they were there. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So this poor homeowner bought this house not knowing yep. what was under no the roof or what was in the attic. Okay. Um, what was the greatest challenge that you guys faced at, at your work site, would you say? Um, I think for me, it was just not falling off the roof just because, just because it was so like, like caved in and it was so damaged that it just like, it could have fallen in at any moment. That was like the scariest thing for me. Are you afraid of heights? No, I'm just afraid of falling roofs. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's good you should be we should all be what about for you rachel what was the biggest challenge for you i am afraid of heights so i only went on the roof like twice because i was i was so terrified to get up there and like come back down what were you doing when you weren't on the roof then uh cutting wood and taking trash to the dumpster and stuff what about you matthew what uh was- the rain that was a total oh yeah uh, mood killer a lot of times and it was also hard to be up there too because we would have to tarp um, the roof in just like a, in like a very short amount of time with the rain just imminent and you can just see it coming in. So that was definitely the biggest challenge for me. Yeah, it rained pretty much every day, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. So you guys were just working in between the raindrops, yeah. which was pretty impressive because you got it done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Was there anyone you met during the week that particularly touched your life? Yeah, the um, homeowner's son. His name was Taylor and he was awesome. Uh, he went, he's trained to be a firefighter and he just was so filled with joy and it was really neat to just talk to him. And he was so passionate about what he did. I envied that for sure. What about you guys, Rachel and Audrey, anyone you met? We agreed on the same person. Taylor. Yeah. The homeowner's son. Yeah. He like, he was so willing to help us. Like he was always like, Oh, I'll go up there. I'll help out or I'll hold the ladder for you. If you need to go up, it was really cool. Did you expect that? Like, what were you, Rachel, you've, and Audrey, you both have been on Gospel Road before. Mm-hmm. Matthew, you haven't. What were your expectations about the people you would meet or the people you would be helping? Did you have any? Not really. Um, no? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I mean, last year, our, it was a mom and his son, I think, and they didn't, we didn't really see them a lot. So it was interesting to like actually talk to someone who lived there. Yeah, I think I think their son, like at one point or another, actually like had a conversation with every single one of us yeah. just yeah. to like get to know us better. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you never know. Like sometimes you work on someone's home and you never see them. Like was the case with you last year, Rachel. And sometimes they're very hands-on and very helpful, and you just 
you don't go in with any expectations. You just go in to serve and to help. Yeah. Um, so t- talk about the evening program. What? So during the day, you were working at your work site and getting the roof done and dodging the raindrops and that. So then, then what? What happened in the evenings? Uh, we would come home. Uh, we would usually have some free time. Then it was dinner time. Then afterwards, we had all sorts of activities in the Thunderdomes. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay, let me just, because now people are super confused. We stay at the Vinton County Junior Fairgrounds, and we use their show and sale barn for some of our evening activities. And somehow, like... We call it the Thunderdome. The Thunderdome, right. <laughs> okay, so you come back and have dinner and have activities and... Mm-hmm. Activities that are designed to what? Anything in particular? Deep in your faith. Okay. Does it work? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't think plain human hungry hippos really. But helps I mean, it was grow more our the faith, principle. but it was like <laughs> it, it brought was, us together. Yeah. Once you explained hilarious. the meaning of the game, then yeah. I understood it. But <laughs> <laughs> do you think it's important for Catholic teenagers to do it? Do a trip like this or do a program like this? Definitely. Yeah. Why do you think that? Oh, go ahead. Okay. Um, I think just for me personally, I think it like humbled me a little bit and it brought me a lot, a lot, lot, lot closer to my, like to Christ and my faith just grew a lot stronger during it. And I think that every teenager who's going through like hard times or something just needs to take a week break from their phone and just do something like this. Is that hard to be away from your phone? No. Was it hard at the beginning of the week? No. No. It's was like it hard? my favorite part. Is being away from your phone? Yeah. yeah. That's the one thing I look forward to every year is going on Goss Road and just leaving my phone. I love that. People never believe me when I say that that's what's going to happen. But it all, it's true. Like, mm-hmm. you don't realize how addicted you are to your phone until you don't have it around you anymore and then how freeing that is. Yeah. Rachel or Matt, why do you think it's important for... Catholic teenagers to do a service retreat, a service trip or a retreat or something like that at some point or or over and over again. It just gives you a lot of experiences that you won't be able to see any other time. And it's good to have them while you're a teenager because that's a time when you really need to be close with Christ and close with people who help you get closer to Christ. You know, just having the experience, um, just teenage years is about growing. And so just being able to get more experiences and just be able to grow. If there's one thing you took away from the Gospel Road experience, what, or, or learned, or one way you grew, or one way you changed, or like how, what's the one thing you would say about it? Like a word or? Mm, no, not a word. Okay. I would just say community because there's always people backing you and, like when you don't think it, like there's, there's always is. And that's definitely something I learned on Gospel Road. Okay. What about you, Rachel? For me, it was after Gospel Road, I always find that I don't think, take things for granted as much as I do before I go. What about you, Audrey? Um, I I don't think, okay, I saw that there were a lot of, like, I had a lot of baggage that I didn't need and that wasn't helping me grow in my faith my faith and on gospel road i was able to release it and just let it go how were you able to do that like was there something specific that enabled you to do that um 
definitely like confession during it just like having the priest tell me like give me advice and tell me like how I can change and that just like really hit me and I was like I gotta change this and I gotta let this stuff go that's awesome I'm glad you shared that because (laughs) I think so many times we like avoid reconciliation because we're scared of it or it's just hard to get there or you know but so so many times people who have had that fear, then go to confession and feel like, oh my gosh, that was actually completely awesome. Yeah. Um, overall, how does an experience like this affect your relationship with Christ? Have you pondered that yet? Have you processed that yet? I mean, allows you to grow and like you can become closer um just from the service and then from like being able to just talk to people about it um you just see him in everything so that and just allows you to grow in your faith did you so when you say you see him in everything like like what well when i would wake up i would walk right outside because it was a beautiful sunrise and you just kind of like take it all in and you're like this is god and it's pretty neat so that's like just that was the biggest thing right there. Like I'd start my day with him. So then I'd see him all day. So it was neat. Why is it different to do it? Like, do you do that at home? Do you walk no, out of your house in New Albany and be like, Oh, <laughs> so, so why not? Like, why is it different when you're there? What's different about it? Oh man. I don't know. It just kind of is. I do. Okay. Audrey, what um, do you think? I think for me personally, it's just like when I'm at home and when I'm at school, there are so many things that are like trying to get into my life that want to push like my faith out. And then when I'm at Gospel Road, I don't have my phone. I don't have the like bad influences. I'm just surrounded by everyone who wants to grow and who wants to help me grow. And I think that just that's helpful. So you're just much less distracted from anything to add to that, Rachel? I think it helps a lot to be surrounded by people who are have the same goals as you and beliefs as you because you don't always get that when you're just at school. If you're just joining us, you're listening to Raising Saints on AM820, St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. I'm Katie Wyatt, and we're talking today with Matt, Rachel, and Audrey about a trip they just took called Gospel Road, where they went to... Um, Vinton County, Ohio, and worked on, well, all three of these guys were on a roofing crew. It's a trip where we go down and do home repairs for the residents of that community. And we coordinate with the St. Francis Center, which is a diocesan organization. Um, They help us find, they help us line up the projects and find the people that need our help. Um, So we try to keep that diocesan connection. We were just talking about how a trip like this affects your relationship with Christ, And you all were sort of sharing about how you get to turn off the world and the worldly distractions and just focus on our Lord and his his desire for you and his plan for your life and his call. So how so now you're back and you've been back a couple of weeks. Is it same old, same old or like have you have you slipped right back into things or have you been able to sort of take some of the retreat element that that felt good you know like it was like this is what i love this is what i want have you been able to incorporate that into your lives now yeah how so like Um, what are you doing differently i guess audrey um 
Well, I do devotionals every night, and I have the like Bible app on my phone, and every day it gives you like a verse of the day. So I always write that down, and then in my journal, and then write about my day and what like what I want to pray for and what I'm thankful for, and that's something I do every night before I go to bed that I didn't do before Gospel Road. Is that is that hard to do on your own? Not really, because when I I don't I don't know I just kind of remember to do it every night and I always remember that I have to set at least like ten minutes or something aside just to do that. How does that make a difference in your life? I can sleep better, honestly. Like, <laughs> I, I, I believe you. Like, yeah, I I don't know. It help it helps in like ways that I haven't figured out yet, but I know it's helping. Sometimes, if I for whatever reason skip my morning prayers, then the next morning I sit in the middle of my prayers and think, why would I ever skip this? <laughs> this is so awesome. <laughs> but that's, I think that's like, number one, that's just life and distraction. Number two, I think that's the devil too. Like, you don't want to pray. You have better things to do. You'll pray later. You know, do, do you ever do that? Like, oh, I'll pray later. Mm-hmm. Um, what about you, Rachel? Have you been able to carry Gospel Road into your, into these past couple of weeks in any ways? Yeah, I find that that issue of thinking I'll pray later or skipping it doesn't happen really. I find that it's easier to pray before bed and when I wake up in the morning because I've just had this experiment experience and it's very motivating. What about you, Matt? I mean, sometimes I definitely find it hard uh, to pray because I'll be I'll just be reading and then I'll just kind of doze off. So I would say, though, it definitely like going on the trip and kind of simulating back into life. I definitely def- I feel a definite difference in just kind of the way I conduct myself. Would you would you advise there are so many awesome summer things that go on just in our diocese. There's the diocesan gospel road. There's um, the um, Catholic youth summer camp. There's individual parish trips and retreats and stuff would you advise catholic parents to send their kids somewhere in the summer to do something like that to immerse themselves in something would you would you say it's imperative i'm sorry you were all nodding your heads which you can't see on the radio (laughs) so i should tell our (laughs) listeners that would you say it's imperative oh yeah because my brother um, wasn't going to go and my mom made him go. And now he's just like, I'm definitely going back next year. Awesome. So the experience is, it's just one you need to have. Yeah. And so forcing your, I mean, it's not like they're going to be doing anything better anyways. So. <laughs> uh, you know what? What are, I'm glad you said that. Cause what are some reasons? And I think it's important for our listeners to hear this, right? What are some reasons that parents will not send their kids to something like Catholic youth summer camp or, gospel road or a mission trip or a service retreat or something like that i feel like it's too big of a commitment um just kind of like well you're looking at it and you're like oh this is a week-long commitment but then while you're on it you're like this isn't that big of a commitment at all like in the grand scheme of even summer that's you know you got three months it's just a week out of it Mm -hmm. so i definitely think you kind of like like for me i was kind of anxious about it because i was like this is such a big commitment but then my mom said this too like it was it didn't feel as big once it was actually happening so the anxiety that like I definitely feel that, and it's just worth doing. When you say it's a big commitment, like you feel like I'm going to miss so much in that week. Okay, like work and baseball and all of the things. But it just like it, like I came back and I was like I missed that much at all. So, what about you, Rachel? Would you say it's imperative that kids 
that parents send their kids to something like this. Yeah, I think so, because it's an important time for kids to be experiencing things that will help them grow in their faith because they're they don't like there's not really anything in like everyday life that is going to do what trips like this does when you so you've been before so this year it was no question you were coming back yeah but last year was your first year right yeah yes so did you have reservations about going last year I was so nervous. You, what were you nervous about? I haven't. I don't know what I was nervous about because Audrey was going to be there, and like it wasn't like there was going to be people I didn't know. But I don't know. I was just so nervous. Well, like, it's hard to be awake. First of all, we sleep on the floor, right? So uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, on air mattresses. But you know, just the just the idea of not being in your comfortable bed for a week. For me, that makes me anxious every year, actually, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. And then it's no big deal once yeah. you get there. But um, And just being away from everything that's familiar to you for a week can be hard it, to get your head around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But once you're in it, then that's what's familiar to you for the week. And it's not hard anymore. Yeah. What about you, Audrey? Did you have reservations about um, going the first time? Not really, because I knew my dad and my sister were going to be there with me. And... If I did have, res- like, reservations about going, it was probably, like, I could either stay home for a week and watch Netflix all day, every day, or I could go to Vinton County and actually make a difference in someone's life. <laughs> good choice. <laughs> I thought I made a good choice. Uh, speaking of your dad going, I want to talk for a second about the adults that go on the trip. Actually, I want you to talk about it. I want you to talk about your crew leaders and the... And the site runners, we have a group of young adults that go to and help like make runs to the hardware store and they do the witness talks in the evening and that sort of thing. What were some of your impressions or um, some things that impressed you, I guess, some of your impressions about the, the adults who are on this trip? I think it's hard to find somebody that's so faithful that they'll take a um, week out of work. And I was talking to some couple people about it and they're like it's so hard to get this week off but it's so worth it Mm -hmm. and just seeing that passion and that fire for something like this was just incredible does it make you want to be that kind of yeah adult yeah i don't know if i want to ask you audrey because your dad is one of the adults do it you're biased do it (laughs) go ahead tell us about your impression about the adults on the trip their their faith witness is actually what i'm interested in okay um well, it was actually, like, really interesting for me to be in a, like, group with my dad because he he never really, like, talks to me about his faith at home. And then hearing him, like, at Gospel Road talk about, like, how he heard, like, God talk to him and how he empowers him to do what he does every day. It was just, a, I feel like I was seeing a whole different side of him. And that was just, like, really cool. And, like, all of the leaders, the, like, site runners and all of them, you can just see that, like, Christ means a lot to them and that they're doing this because they want to be here, not because they're forced to. And that's just really inspiring. What do you think is the difference? I mean, why do some people choose? I mean, we know a lot of faithful Catholic adults, very faithful, right? Why do some of them choose to witness to their faith in this way and some people don't choose to? Does that make sense? Like, are some people just more private about their faith? Are some people like, I don't do the sleeping on the floor thing or the. It's hard for some people to share with kids. 
especially people. Well, I mean, even people that have kids, they're, they're not they're comfortable. They're uncomfortable spending time with other kids. So that's one thing I would say. I'm so glad you said that because my next question is: Does it does it help form you to be someone who will share your faith more willingly? Yeah. When you have mentors who do it, what yeah. about you, Rachel? Does that make a difference in your life and in your how you see your future as an adult? Yeah, Catholic? because when I see all these like parents, and most of them are parents that are so like into their faith that they're willing to come out and do this with us. It just like makes me very inspired to be like them when I'm an adult to hopefully be able to experience things like this with my kids. And what about the, so we have this young adult team too, college students who are there. (laughs) I love having them there because I feel like a lot of times people think, okay, when you go to college, you take a break from your faith because that's just what college students do. But here we had this whole team, there were nine of them, of really faithful Catholic college students witnessing to their faith. Does that, I mean, does that give you hope for, oh my gosh, I don't have to go off the deep end when I go to college. Yeah. Yeah. I can stay connected. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Any other impressions you want to share about the week? Anything I forgot to ask you about that you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about how good the food was? Um, yes, it was incredible. Yeah, <laughs> I know. We're Chow capacity. To- <laughs> yeah. Well, that's my own invention of a meter, a way to gauge uh, how good food is. It's called chow capacity, and the average was a nine point seven, which is a record high. Which so. is kind of embarrassing because, like, we should be simplifying our lives during the week. But that's we have a whole kitchen crew, and that's their ministry to feed us well. And so I just like back off and let them do it, and and then we get we wait every day for Matt's rating. And uh, bingo night. That was awesome. Bingo night at St. Yeah. Peter and Paul. Yeah, crazy bingo with Father Maroon. So so parents, listeners, I just encourage you, if there's something awesome going on in your parish or in the diocese or, or a summer program that you feel like is too much of a commitment, a week is too long, whatever, just go for it. Just send your kids. It makes a huge difference difference in their lives and it forms them for the future so uh, i want to thank you all matt and rachel and audrey for being with us let's uh let's close in prayer in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit amen lord jesus we love you and we praise you we thank you so much for the opportunity to serve you we ask you lord to just every day send us these opportunities and help us respond to them so that we can greet you lord and everyone we meet in your name we pray amen In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You've been listening to Raising Saints on AM820, St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. I'm Katie Wyatt, and until next time, grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Raising Saints is a production of listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, AM820. Archives of Raising Saints with Katie Wyatt are available at stgabrielradio.com. So